Hey everyone, it's Ross. The following is an actual play of Shadow Dark RPG. We welcome you to sit in with us and listen to our adventures. As with all of our actual plays, it's not a performance. These are just friends playing tabletop role-playing games and playing them the way we do. Some editing has been done for your enjoyment, including sound effects and music. Details about the artists are included at the end of the podcast. We hope you enjoy. You have become lost. In a moment when a feeling of jealousy intersected, tripping on a limb under a moonlight, or as you laughed, a dewdrop fell from a nearby bow into your eyes. A moment or feeling of uncertainty. Whatever it was, you raise your head to find yourself in a vast wilderness. This is not where you were before. You have no way home. It is filled with monsters, ruins, and secrets. In time, you find the last vestige of civilization. Its inhabitants mostly others who've also become lost here in this wild place. Your talents were recognized. Now you are an adventurer of Perinval. It is up to you to defend and help the people of this dream world. To attain treasures, secrets, defeat the horrors that have lain dormant in the shadows until you awoke them with your arrival. These are the stories of that kingdom and its people, of heroes and of villains and of magic. Welcome to the Vale. Here we go. I got a, a one. Chris, what happened last time? Whoa. Last time in Mornadane, <laughs> we did some stuff. So Sabert was in an awesome position because I missed the game before it. So it was that classic scenario of just go with it. Uh, so I, I remember coming in and we were surrounded by wolves. Uh, the party had opted to... to kind of investigate some uh, missing, I think, lumber lumberjacks or lumber workers. Woodsmen. Uh, we, we, yeah, it was something with, with wood. Uh, we chased after uh, them looking for some clues. Uh, we ended up with uh, some werewolves, or, or just regular wargs, not werewolves, but wargs. Uh, we, we slayed a fair few of them. Uh, one of them attempted to limp away, and we chased it down to its lair, uh, where we slayed even more wargs. And um, there was a lot of cool combat stuff last time. I think one of them got pushed down into a pit of death. Uh, a couple of them turned into stairs for a, a really uh, epic uh, sword slash from our from our warrior Derek. Um, and then uh, uh, Rex rolling just nasty critical hits across the board. Uh, we we beat some wards. Um, after after slaying a fair few of those, we kind of circled around their den and uh, found found. An even weirder uh, situation, a, a pool filled with, uh, I remember, some wine. And uh, as we were recovering this valuable wine, the water itself seemed to attack us. We we had a, a very nasty water, weird elemental thing uh, try to destroy us. Log tried to, to eat it. Um, I do remember that. <laughs> um, after which we, we I get, do you slay water? Do you just convince it to stop either way we, we beat the water into um submission and once we created uh lake placid we 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 uh, looked around found more treasure uh found the folks that or 
what was left of them, found the, the folks that we went to find, uh, reported uh, their uh, no longer living status to their friends, who decided that, that they were going to hightail it out of there, but um, we're currently staying in their camp uh, for the night, uh, getting some rest and, uh, yeah, getting ready for our next adventure. Great. Awesome. Uh, take, an, take, take an XP. That was that was a great uh, recap, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would characterize last session, uh, two highlights of what you said. One is, well, actually, one of the things you said is you beat the crap out of things, and that was that was very much last session, was you, you, you simply beat the crap out of everything until it did what you wanted, and that worked. And the second thing is there were an unreasonable number of natural 20s, uh, I think it was that last session, right? Or maybe it was the I think I got or maybe three. both. I, I, yeah, it was, and that was just like me. in a row. Uh, yeah. But here we are. Um, and, uh, you uh, know. Should I roll for hit points? I haven't done that yet. Uh, yeah, if, uh, if, if you haven't done your level three stuff, you could do that if you want. You mm -hmm. can also roll a d4 for your luck tokens uh, yep. for the session. And. Um, so uh, the the foresters, they uh, you can hear them, you know, uh, they seem to have a mostly sleepless night, and uh, they you can hear them mourn the loss of their friends. Apparently, to them, these two people that uh, that you found and brought back the remains of were very good people uh, from their point of view, uh, and you hear a, a kind of story swapping and eulogizing among among them all night you get what sleep you can and you awaken the next day um, they provide uh, food for you you don't have to mark off food for the previous day or for today from your rations uh, they <laughs> provide food for you and Bayard um, he shakes each of your hands heartily even the little hands even the little reptile <laughs> hands and um and he says uh, yeah he, he he says um um well i think this is about it for us here in the barony we're we're gonna head up that road and make our way out of this place thank you for everything that you've done i uh nod as graciously as I can and try to offer them what uh, advice that I can about the uh, the lay of the land using my ranger skills and the experience we had on the way in. All right. Uh, Saber? And, uh, I'd say a little prayer uh, for their safe journey. Awesome. Uh, Log? I would like to uh, tie some branches uh, into like a little bracelet and hand it to one of them. Oh, um, that, uh, you take a luck token for that. This is very heartfelt. And, mm -hmm. um, it's a, it's a woman that, uh, the, the person, you know, that I have nearby here that you hand it to. And, uh, she looks at you and she says, thank you. It's, I was beginning to wonder if all of the things that I had heard about, you know, Perinval, uh, if they were true. But you have all at least given me some hope. 
certainly wish we could have returned with better news. But, uh, I dare say those, uh, wargs won't be troubling more people. In fact, there's probably going to be a big deer problem here in about two years. Uh, Durek, is there anything you want to do? Durek's next. <clears throat> I'm going to clap the, uh, their leader on his shoulder. And I wish them well. And, uh, then I'll say, uh, hey, you don't have a spare torch line around here, do you? He, uh, he nods, and um, he brings back the equipment packs of, uh, of the two companions they had, and he says, We won't be needing these things anymore, I don't reckon. Um, and inside are uh, complete adventurer's packs. Uh, there's two of them. Mm -hmm. You can take what items of it you wish, uh, and they are the same as the adventurer's packs in the book. Um, I like the rope, please. Yeah, you can take that. Uh, <clears throat> I'm just going to replenish my torch because I burned one last time and uh, want to make sure we have uh, have at least two going in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, crawling kit. Flint and steel, uh, two torches, three rations, ten iron spikes, a grappling hook, and rope, and a backpack. I don't think mine needs to top it off. Um, all right. No, I was uh, overly clever and got oil flasks instead of uh, torches, which just makes things more logistically complicated. <laughs> and with that, uh, they begin to, uh, over the next few hours, they pack together their things and um, leaving much of it. It seems that uh, they're preparing to travel in such a way that they don't intend to return again. Um, they're heading to Parenval, right? Yep. Before they leave, I do want to tell them, um, or ask them if they will tell the Council of Parenval that things here seem worse, and, and I don't know if we can fix it. We'll do our best, but tell them they might need us in reinforcements. Just in case we fail here. All right. You send with them uh, a dire report of the barony of Lornadane. With very little details. Just as mysterious as when we got here. <laughs> just, just enough to give a plot hook to the next party. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, all right. Um... So we discussed last time uh, what our plans were, and I think we're we're probably gonna gonna stick to that. Whoops, the uh, the visibility just changed on the map. Now I can't see most of it. But uh, wait, did it change orientation too? Yeah, it's uh, it's it's if you hold control and use your mouse wheel, you can flip it around and. Um... Otherwise, yeah, you're just uh, well. I'll, I'll move you back, but you're not up. You're, you're not. You're, yeah. yeah, you're you're up in the northern forest up up this ways. Right. So, so uh, um, let's review our our plan because we we talked this over at the end of the last session, and we had a pretty solid agreement that I believe we were going to head back into the entrance to the catacombs from uh, at the 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 slanted tower, the leaning tower, and try to go try to explore the remaining. Uh, northward corridors that we hadn't managed to explore before. Everyone's still in agreement on that? 
Yeah, that's I fine. think that's the most direct route, yeah. The right. I, I would I only throw this out as a you know, and, and I'm not trying to complicate things. Back at the Wargs cave, uh, there was a that little sort of ledge going down into a uh, the underground with a uh, a corridor leading out of that. I wonder if it's connected to the uh, to the tunnels, and is that closer to where we are uh, than going across the country to the other place? Uh, I, I don't I'm also know. curious if the water underneath leads to the river also. In my humble opinion, I think that like trying to cave our way there is going to be slower <laughs> than going overland, but uh, Ross, of course, mm -hmm. can, can contradict me. Uh, uh, some other factor might be uh, daylight, so we're leaving in daytime, right? So if we have daylight, might as well use it. And then when the sun yeah. sets, maybe think about other things. Yeah, I'm 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 with whatever the party wants to do. I uh, I um, only mentioned it because we I don't didn't want to leave a stone unturned. Uh, you know how you know how I, I think I love you're absolutely stones. right, but I, I kind of feel like <laughs> time is of the essence, so we have no choice but to leave stones unturned. What do you think, Chris? Just... I would say using daylight to our advantage, we'll be able to scope the keep from our travel kind of see anything that we'd be able to see on our way to the tower, then use the tower to use known paths to try to get towards that direction. I feel like of the two options, I am interested in the wolf cave because I kicked a wolf down there. But uh, yeah, I feel like the the other path, we we have a little bit better mapping up here of. <clears throat> okay, no problem. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Right. So uh, let me make a quick check here. Yeah, the, co the conversation's kind of halfway brought me around to that point of view, but I think that we really gotta just gotta stick with the plan. Yeah, I, I agree. Regretfully, I though. We regretful. should we should stick with the plan. I only I only wanted to mention it so we didn't you know forget it. No, I do th I do I do agree. We're probably uh, leaving metaphorical and possible literal money on the table, but uh, it is beginning to feel chilly outside as mm. winter uh, begins to approach. You can see. Uh, as you leave the forest behind you, you can, you know, see the uh, moat and uh, kind of man-made island jutting against a cliff face that uh, where the the keep of the barony is nestled into. You can see the main road that leads into the village of Lornadane, and uh, right in the middle you see the tower. Uh, where where do you all go? The next person up is, I believe, Log. I think Sabert took an action last, so. Uh, I mean, I'm not a party caller, right? So what yeah, are we okay. doing as a group? Yeah, I we're mean, taking turns. Yeah, it's okay. okay. You can toss out ideas, though. I mean, let's just. Um, yeah. So, so what's what's our? I mean, we're heading to the tower, right? So, what's between us and the tower? No, you can just go to the tower. That's all of about a mile and a half away. So, or I, I just didn't know if there was anything of note on our journey. Ah, well, I could describe it. Uh, there is a, a windmill. Uh, I believe the windmill is right here, without looking at the map. Um, that is probably one of the larger, more imposing structures that is out here. There are a few scattered farms, but these farms are still inhabited. The ones near the uh, uh, near the the keep. And then there's the keep. Uh, 
you could pretty much see the domain of the entire barony because the whole thing again is two miles across north to south um there's this copse of trees here um but you know that when you came from it before the those were mausoleums uh leading down into uh, the crypt <clears throat> and um from where you are without going to the river or to the village that is what you see from here uh, well, on the way, I'd just like to, like, be looking at the windmills we go by and see if there's anything strange or of note there as we're passing by on our way to the tower. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, Anyone want to pull a Don Quixote on that uh, windmill and go ride Good. it down? <laughs> I got few enough arrows as it is. Yeah, but the ones you do have uh, are pretty effective. Yeah, all the more reason to hoard them. Uh, uh, if that was Sabert's turn, Log is next. Yeah, sorry. sorry, sorry if that was Log, that was Durek, rather. Yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm working on some stuff. Sorry about that. Just take me a second here. As you're talking about your arrows, a log uh, says, I've thought of a new spell. The frog we made in the cottage was pretty helpful. I have an idea of the future of how to use frogs. Hmm. You care to share? He scratches his head and says, maybe it's better as a surprise. It might not hmm. work. All right. Play a little... Playing a little coy. Okay. I'm just I'm I'm actually just imagining like does the frog know fletching? Rex and uh, <laughs> and log, you can make a wisdom check with advantage since you are respectively a ranger and a scout. A sixteen. Um uh, Rex, uh, so Log, you looked toward the windmill, so I'll describe something that you you see, uh, for, even from where you are. Again, this whole thing, it, it, it looks bigger than it is. Um, you see someone looking at you from the, uh, the top of the windmill. And Rex, so the, this is Log, you see that, okay? Rex, okay. you see as you're walking, and Log notices that, uh, and and you're uh, you're talking about frogs, Rex. You notice the track marks on the trail. Now you know that you took a carriage ride here on your first night that you arrived yes. here. There are carriage marks. In fact, they gouge the the road where carriages often make their their way back and forth from the village. But you also see boot marks, and you notice that the village uh, bailiffs, the, the 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 forces that were sent from the or from sorry from the the keep, were on horseback, not on foot. And lastly, the boots are the boots of soldiers, and you have hmm. seen no army. Perhaps that could represent a. Uh... 
the Baroness's guards. Hmm. Perhaps some personal guard force of hers, but mostly I'm distracted by you mentioned that someone is watching us from the windmill. Yeah. Do they? Do they yes. look? Uh, like what can I see about their figure or or their? Do I notice anything? Rex is about just them? staring suspiciously at the windmill as if he does intend to do some Don Quixote stuff before he before he turns and explains that like no no there's someone there. Uh, Log, you mentioned that someone's looking, watching you all. Mm-hmm. Uh, does everybody turn and look at the windmill? <laughs> I think I'd just wave. <laughs> uh, okay. I'm trying to be all. I'm trying to be all surreptitious about it, and Log just waves. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you see, uh, looking from the windmill, uh, this this person, uh, looks haggard, crazed one eye larger than the other uh, they uh, look coated in black silt and uh, they look uh, they look crazy and um, their hair is matted what hair they have left and they look like they're dirty as if they're covered in soot and, is that a Van uh, Pete? after you uh, wave they they like their eyes widen. Their their good eye, their big eye widens, and then they dash out uh, from from the view of the uh, of the uh, window. I think we need to go that way. They look like they need help. I think they're gonna let us, but uh, we could we could give a brief pursuit if you want. What do you guys think? Um, if he's covered in soot, perhaps that means he was hiding in the chimney uh, when they came looking for him. It's possible that uh, it is... Uh, I'm assuming either... this is our man Pete, unless unless indicated otherwise. Yeah, it, could, it could be Filthy Pete. So, he sound, it sounds like Filthy Pete. <laughs> okay, uh, let's go around the table. So, um... Derek, next yeah, Durek, uh, what, what do you think? So, I mean, do you propose that you go investigate or continue to the tower or go somewhere else? Uh, if we not sure what more we can learn from him. Um, but it's also really tempting. Uh, <laughs> so I guess uh, for a role-playing moment, I would probably vote to go check him out. Um, that, that would be my vote. Probably not the smartest thing to do, but that, that would be my vote. All right. Uh, All right. About... So if, if Durek takes off, I'm just going to chase after him too, because like, oh, we're doing this now. Okay. Sabert and Log, what do you guys think? From a role play perspective, I would see Sabert probably being a little bit more reserved, a little more skittish, probably... Eh, maybe we should just uh, focus on on the task at hand. But log, you you're a better judge of people than I give you credit for. What do you think? Of crazy, I'm kind of crazy. Should get along fine. Fair. All enough. right, I guess we're chasing him then. Okay. Um, rather than taking the intersection down to the tower, you continue on then. Uh, to the four-way intersection leading into the windmill. Um, 
This is the third tallest structure in the barony. Um, second to the tower that you saw, the abandoned tower, and the keep itself. It's a uh, it's an active windmill, and uh, in the winds, it is uh, it's turning, its mechanisms, possibly grinding something, corn, barley, um, and uh, it's has a hedge around it. As you approach the windmill, um, you can see that the door. Uh, it also could presumably serve as as a house. It's a large building. Uh, Whoever works the the uh, the mill um, could actually live inside. And anyways, the door to this building is open. Maybe whoever's inside saw our, saw our man Pete. Let's go check it out. Before we yeah. approach, I want to see if there are any... Because um, we saw tracks before. Are, were the tracks leading here? Um, or were the tracks leading just down the road? to town they were leading toward the tower okay oh. towards the tower that we were going to yes oh that's worse Ooh. okay um so i just i just <laughs> want to ominous. see that's good to know i want to see if there's anything there's anything like any tracks here the where it looks like there might be an ambush in this hedges yeah um so you uh start looking toward the hedges and just uh just as you kind of turn your head to you know to, to look you see two things Locke. first of all you can see um, you can see that uh, inside there is an old man uh, an old dwarven man and a younger dwarven man and both are tied up and gagged and uh, you see this and look around the hedges and uh, can see a shadow of someone just about to leap. So you evaded a surprise check by checking as, uh, as someone is about to leap from the hedges with an axe to chop at you, to chop at log. What, chop uh, log. Now I'm gonna stay with log for a minute. Log, what do you do? <laughs> I would like to reactively cast eye bite at you, them. You do that roll to cast. So I actually have a plus, additional plus one with my new level up, which means I need a nine or better on the roll. People are doing Thacko and they don't Ooh. even know it. I'm going to spend a luck to re-roll. You could do that. There we hey. go. Uh, so they take 1d4 damage and cannot see me until my next turn. They take two damage. All right. Uh... Let me look at a second here. Hoping not to kill them, but to just at least disorient them. And you you do that. Uh, they you. What does it look like when you cast Eye Bite? I imagine I do that thing like the Three Stooges, and I act like I'm going to poke them in the eye, and then like <laughs> little laser <laughs> beams just... come out of the <laughs> little laser beams come out of my fingertips and like burn their eye sockets and make them close their eyes it, it makes the 1980s vhs laser sound like, <laughs> and then like yes. your, your fingers and ah, you hear this uh uh a, a scream and uh all of a sudden a, an axe clatters to the ground and someone tumbles nearby clutching their eyes and they clamber to their feet 
and they smell terrible. It's a man, uh, gaunt and uh, emaciated looking man. He's filthy. So in terms of turn order, if uh, if we count Durek as having gone next, then it's my turn. But if as having gone last, then it's my turn. But if we count Log as having gone, then it's Durek's. Uh, I think I can't remember. Did, did Saber? Did you? Yeah, you. Yeah, you acted. Okay, so next is Durek. <laughs> Durek, yeah. I just wanted to make sure I didn't miss you. Yeah. I, I missed. Well, yeah. Log kind of moved out of the turn order, but we're cool with it because it was a good call. Oh my bad. Okay, Durek. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to try to grab hold of this guy and subdue him. You do that. Uh, you subdue him, uh, but he uh, immediately tries to clamber to his feet, like I was saying. But uh, you just, just, you know, you're like a, you're just like a, like a bullet. You zip over and you, you grab hold of him, and um, he has that strength of desperation, but not enough to overcome you. And uh, and and you and he's like, uh, you know, thrashing against you. He's like. No, no. It's yeah, I'm going to judo I, toss I, him to the ground and hold him there. Yeah, you do that. You toss him to the ground. He's like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Ah, and he's just freaking out. So a, a couple of uh, a couple of sessions ago, my character pulled off a little bit of a like a like a slide in into a, sort of like a jujitsu leg lock sort of thing. So I'm so when it's my turn, I'm going to try to do that again to help subdue this guy. He's totally subdued. If that's what you do right. in your turn. But you could do something else as well. He's definitely subdued. I, I think that's what I'm going to do, just to make sure he's, make sure he's, uh, all right. Calm he's, down. He's doubly, he's definitely not calmed down, but he's doubly subdued. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sabert, uh, what, what do you do? All right, bud. Uh, you, you're saying you didn't do it, but here, me and my friends, we're just coming along, checking things out, and, and you come at us with an axe, and that, that just ain't nice. So, uh, care to just take a breath, cause you you ain't gonna be moving anytime soon. Uh, just explain a little bit, kind of what what's going on. He looks at you and he he glares the he bears his remaining three teeth and he's like, bandits, brigands, liars. You claim to be here for the king. You a bunch of robbers. You not get anything out of me. I'll not tell you where it is. Yeah, no. Weird, weird. Uh, I scramble around for my dagger and I grab it and I hold it upside down at first and then flip it around and then show. We're, we're adventurers. Uh, pretty, pretty good ones, actually. And, and we're, we're, we're here to help the people of, of the area. Um, just take a breath. Calm down. Um, you're not gonna hurt my friends at the at at the windmill. The millers they don't deserve it. Leave them out of this. Take me instead. Tied, who tied them up? I chased them off. You, what do you mean? You not come to take them? Where's your cart? thinking of someone else. You got us all wrong. Somebody been taking people by cart? Um, let's see. Uh, Kidnapping folks? Perhaps jack-booted thugs? And then uh, he, he looks at, 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 at as a last kind of element of reticency. 
nods towards your boots of the army of Perenval. And he says, You mean like those? We all, we all look uncomfortably and uncertain at one another. I look down at my bared, viney-looking feet. Well, except that thing. <laughs> except that one. <laughs> uh, what's your name, and the, friend? And the two lizard people, but you know what I mean. <laughs> the, the names... <laughs> the names... Uh, Pete. They call me Pete. Ah! We've heard about well, you. they call you. <laughs> Uh, are you wearing uh, Yemen's armor? Um, he's not. Derek. He's oh, sorry, okay. Dirk. Sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry, I thought you meant Filthy Pete. Because no, I remember. Uh, Good point. Yeah, did you put that armor on? Yeah, I'm wearing his armor, but remember, I've I've got my surcoat over it. Yeah. Could either make things better or much worse. Uh, yeah, I I think I just side eye uh, Dirk <laughs> and maybe oh. Maybe at the name of Pete, I, I just sent him a signal of some sort to be like, uh, uh, are we going to tell him what we know or not? I think he knows most of what we know, and we're just telling him that we know that what he we know that he knows. Hmm. We're adventurers of Perinval, though. We're not. I know there were some. I know there were some bandits in the area that were pretending to be adventurers of Perinval, but we we've uh, took care of that, at least to my knowledge. We're we're here to do what we can to help. Will you let us help you? It was... It was just when McKaywin went to see me. That's when the last time Adventurers of Perinval showed up. And that's when people started going missing. Hmm. Hmm. Those, uh, those false adventurers that we first encountered, do you think that those... Were they, uh, wearing that sort of boot style? No. Those false hmm. adventurers were wearing... Completely sham equipment. Yeah. I see. So this is a whole other set. It sounds like, uh, yeah, organized troops. They've got a cart. They're taking off. They're taking people. Uh, they're heading in the direction of the tower. All oh, this sounds pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, is this guy wearing the... Like, is this the same person that I saw at the top of the tower? Yes. I just want to confirm that. Are we still within like visual range of the two dwarves that are tied up? Yeah, they're they're going. Yeah, so, as soon as one out. of us, yeah, if, if it when my turn rolls around, I'm going to go over there and untie those guys. Okay. Uh, well, actually, kind of lost the turn order a little bit. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, well, well, you that's just that. how conversations happen. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, you you do that. You go and you untie them, uh, and they they say. Uh, at first, they're like, take anything you want, take anything you want, please. We're not here to rob you. We're not here to rob you. We're here to help. You are? Are they? They're gone then. Oh. It depends oh. on who you mean by they. Pete. Pete, are you okay, lad? And Pete's like, I'm, uh, I, 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 well, he goes, uh, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay, Homer. <sighs> I'll let Pete up. All right. Um, and I'll help him up to his feet. Uh, Pete, when he gets up, he, he's, he, his eyes are darting around. He's like, now look, I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you everything I know. But 
We need to get Elmer and Wilmer out of here. They're not safe. They need to hide. They'll come for them. I don't know what they're doing with these people, but they'll come for Elmer and Wilmer. All right. Well, we won't, we won't stop you, but tell us everything you know real fast. Or, who, who is it? <laughs> yeah, who's coming for them, and, and what's the significance of Elmer and Wilmer? Uh, Elmer and Wilmer, the, 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 the dwarven folk, the millers, they, 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 he points toward the dwarves. They, uh, they run the mill for the barony. I, uh, anyways, um, uh, you see, I, I served with the Baroness, and I, 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 we came back, and McKaywin, he came to me one day. He said that uh, I could steal this ring from the tomb of the Lorna Danes. I, I, I admit it. I'm ashamed. It, he said that some other people were looking for the ring anyways. That's why I thought, well, people with those daggers that you've got hanging in your side there. And, um, he said it'd be gone anyways. Might as well try to find it. Things have been worse ever since we come back. And, um, so we went down into the depths Huge eyes and claws. Strange things. And we fled. Barely escaped with our lives. Well, was about a few days later I saw footprints around my property. Prints like, you know, like those. He nods down towards your boots. Mm. And, um... I thought, uh, you see, we did get the ring. It was a beautiful thing. I felt like I could hear it talking sometimes. I thought we could make a lot of money off of it if we could have just get out of the barony. Things have been going badly here for a while, so figured we'd get the McKaywin family and just up and leave with this ring. But... Then people started disappearing and footprints around my place, McKaywin's. I begged him, I begged him, I says, McKaywin, we have to take it back. We have to put it back where it came from, it's evil. Well, what happened to it? Right. There, there were, uh, McKaywin had the ring and there were there were some masked people in cloaks came with a cart carted off alive bound and gagged all of the McKaywin family off to that tower that's all I know and now everyone else is going missing too I've seen these people, cloaks, they're like phantoms, how they can move, how fast they are. I had heard legends of adventures of Perinval, but and then I began to believe that 
that maybe everything about Perinval was wrong. Hmm. Hmm. Well. I, I hesitate to believe that adventurers of Perinval would, would stoop to such a thing. But I don't know yeah. everything there is in the world. Yeah, well, now I'll give Sabert a side eye because uh, we know better. I I hope yeah. that's true. I I can show you. I can show you where they go. And I I I can well, show you where I found the ring. Uh and I can show you where things lead in the tunnels. But I we need to get Elmer and his son out of here before they show up again. Either that or we need to be prepared to fight. Uh, uh, something I want to ask real quick. Is, is there a temple or a chapel in the town? Um, I don't think like a, like a place of holiness. I think there was like a there was like a multi faith sort of worship site, but I don't remember there being like a holy man attended building. But perhaps we just didn't see one. If I What's recall thought, correctly, uh, I think Sabert, I believe you asked that question and you identified it when you were in there. Correct. Yep. There was like a nature looking sort of building. Because okay. uh, uh, I'm thinking the way that he described these makes me think they might be some type of vampire or, or undead. And, and if we could if better equip ourselves against such a threat, I think that would be great. Meanwhile, Rex is just thinking of Percival, but he's not going to mention him while while other people are around. So, uh, like we could, yeah, we could take these dwarfs out of here and, and protect them. But I think if we take them to the town, and, and we uh, try to see if there's any equipment in the in the holy place, I'm we could just ask: Would they be safe in town? There'd be a lot of people around to see. They couldn't I'm be stolen away in the dark. I don't want to take them to town if we can avoid it, just because we know the guard tower is connected to the tunnels and that would give them a really easy way to to scoop them down there mm. uh, or you suggest we stash them then what do uh what do these dwarves i mean they're untied now right these dwarves so what do they have yeah. to say for themselves can they fend for themselves do they need an escort out of here like what can they pack up their gear and and beat feet out of town for a little while to have relatives they can stay with. You know, what's this, what's the story? They, uh, Elmer looks at his son and he says, I, I reckon I could, um, I could try to ask one of my friends in town, uh, if I could stay there. Now, some things seem very immediately apparent to you all. Uh, Sabert is correct. Uh, the town connects directly to its underground complex via the, uh, you know, uh, via the actual guardhouse. The, and also the guards from the, mm -hmm. the keep come and go. And uh, people have went missing from the town. Um, and uh, if they were to try to make it out of here on foot, well, you, heavily armed and elite warriors of Perinval, had trouble making it in on foot. So um, there is that problem. Yeah, it's a little late for them to try to catch up to those woodsmen. Well, that was my next thought. 
and this is crazy, so y'all let me know if it's a terrible idea, but we could maybe send Jubal with them to give them a chance at catching up to that, that party. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, not a bad idea. Can also send Blossom with them too, uh, because as my familiar, I can actually cast spells through Blossom, so I could at least be there for that support also. Would it be and possible to send a message Blossom, with though? Blossom to ask the woodsman to to hang back? Oh gosh, would they even? I mean, they owe us. I mean, they're only twenty minutes ahead of us. You know, maybe a half, maybe a half hour. I don't know. At the same time, I'm not sure if these get like. Ideally, we fix what's we fix what's going on here, and these guys don't need to flee their homes forever. True. Like, I think just telling them to find a. We can't just tell them to find one, but if we can find a place for them to just lay low for a couple of days, maybe we can fix this. Regardless of what we do, for the sake of time, can we move our conversation, like, maybe just over here into the wilderness where we can, like, hide in the bushes I think, I think, for a couple uh, hours? I think Rex is going to... Is there, is there, like, a spot where Rex might be able to see, like, a cart and some and some uh, uh, kidnappers approaching on the road while, while himself unseen? Yeah, um... You're easily able to make it up the windmill, uh, just uh, as mm. Filthy Pete did. And, yeah. you know, being a ranger uh, and a elite badass that you are beyond that. Hop from handhold to handhold. Yeah, you just, like, scurry up to the top of the windmill and uh, as high up as you want to go, even to the top of the very uh, prop, you know, of, of the, of the, of the mm. whatever. And anyways... Um, yeah, so that allows you to see the entire barony, essentially, from where you are. And you're a tiny fellow, so nobody's going to see you, and you look around. And you can see uh, dust raising up uh, as, uh, as whatever came here and Filthy Pete had sought to fight off uh, seems to have fled for now and is returning to the tower. Oh. <clears throat> All right, I, I will uh, scurry on back, just kind of, just kind of like leaping onto one of the one of the spinning blades of the windmill and sliding down to to land very quickly with the others and just like oh the the kidnappers the kidnappers have changed their mind they're heading to the tower right now at least i hope that's them nobody else with the carts on the road though if we hurry perhaps we can catch them it might, might be better to let them get to the tower and uh and go in stick to our original plan or yeah Pete can show us a better way into the tower and and how those, the lay the lay of the land. Let's. Well, I think we should get that from him and then and then launch a uh, covert operation. Hmm. I don't know. I think that. Uh... Well, let's. Uh, what do you think? Um, what, what do you think, Chris? Oh, my brain's full of thoughts. I don't know. Shoot. Uh... <laughs> my thoughts right now are to uh, just tell the dwarves to try to find a nice to try to find some kind of hiding spot to stay low for just a couple of days and yeah. just just tear off after them but that's my thought yeah go ahead chris fire all your thoughts off i i think we should definitely utilize pete 
if he's been in there, he's got this ring, he's got the guilt, we need to take him, get on in there. Um, dwarves, I mean, if... Wait, wait, go we're back. Not... explain that. Say that again? I don't want to make sure yeah. I understand. So you said Pete had been in there to steal the ring, right? Yeah, and they stole it. And then, yeah. uh, and then he doesn't have it. McKaywin presumably took it. Right, but if he was in to steal it, I mean, he's probably got some knowledge of the the structure and, and yes. what's where. Yeah. yeah, we could have him to kind of help guide. If y'all aren't comfortable with dropping Jubal to take the dwarves to the loggers, then my next thought would be potentially just take them with us because we could at least keep them safe that way. Hmm. All right, Log, what do you think? I like Saber's plan. All right. So now we got two options here. Well, you know, for the dwarves, like they could, you could send Blossom to try to delay the loggers and then have them escorted by Jubal uh, to join the loggers and depart uh, the barony. Or you could just take them with you. Uh, Rex, what do you think about between those two plans? I'm concerned about bringing people with low amounts of HP with us, which includes Jubal at this point, because we've leveled up without him. Because uh, there's going to be points where we're going to have to stick our nose into danger, and either they're going to be in there in the fight, or we're, or they're going to be like behind us and possibly getting ambushed by something else as we go in there. So my thinking is at this point, even though I, even though it kind of kind of violates the principle of the action economy to uh, send them off with Jubal to try to find try to catch up with the loggers with the woodsmen rather right. that's where I'm leaning and then Durek what do you think um, I'd like to ask one question is there any place here that they can just hide do they have a cellar in this place that they could hide just in a, the cellar there should be a lot just... of hiding places I mean it's a it's a big barony not that big but still there's lots of places uh, as far as the windmill, Durek, uh, yes, they say as much. They say, "Well, oh, we could we could hide in our cellar for some time." Uh, 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 yes, I could try. So, yeah, okay. Well, I'm I'm either I'm so a third option. Then I'm either, I'm opposed to taking them with us, uh, Sabert. I would say uh, because. Like Rex pointed out, I think it's going to be super dangerous where we're going, and they're probably going to be a liability versus helping protect them. Uh, so I say we either send them off with Jubal to catch up with the woodsmen or have them hide here, and then we use your other idea, which is to uh, have Pete help us, uh, point us in the right direction, uh, and, and let him clear out too, because, you know, as okay, adventurers so of Parenthal, we don't want to endanger... Uh, no. So here's That's my fair. idea. If we have them hide here, I can have Blossom kind of be a, a lookout. Uh, and th that way we can take Jubal with us because if we run into more Toad people, Jubal is the one that can talk to. That's a good point. Mm. I also, point. I didn't want to, I'm not trying to nerf Jubal or something. I can give him his, his hit points, no big deal. I'll just roll him real fast. It's right. 2d4. Sure. Get a couple extra spells too. Five yeah. more hit points. That'll that'll survive another blow. Yeah, and I'll give him some uh, some tier two spells, and we'll work that out too, for sure. Very cool. Okay. Um, yep. 
Right. Um, okay. I I think that I think that like trying to have them tear off across the 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 forest, trying to catch up with some, trying to catch up with people is just adding a whole extra more risk. And I realize that having them stay here is a, is an additional risk. But I'm I'm I feel a little optimistic. I feel like we can we can solve this thing, and they won't have to flee their homes. And yeah. additionally, I just worry that they're not going to move as fast as woodsmen in the woods. All sure. right. So, um, all right. So they say, you know, they agree that they can uh, stay here. Um, and uh, at that, uh, Filthy Pete nods towards his battle axe and says, I guess it's time I um, uh, try to put that thing to use again. Very brave of you. And he we appreciate it. all your help. It's an old, rusty battle axe, despite being a blacksmith. Um, he also smells <laughs> like liquor if, and pee and all kinds of stuff. <laughs> he's been mm. he's been a little out of his mind for a while. We understand. <laughs> and uh, all right, we're, we're, so let's see. At this point, we're back to. Uh, uh, while we're here, can I uh, keep my uh, fine dishes here and not? Lug those around with me anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a good idea. You can leave your fine <laughs> dishes here with them, and they, they appreciate that. Um, and, all right, Sabert, uh, so are we continuing on to the tower or somewhere else? Do you have any other ideas? I think by the time we get to that tower, then we probably got a good chance of whoever was just headed in getting into somewhere um i think if if pete mentioned that he stole the ring from the catacombs and we know where those catacombs come out maybe we should shift gears take pete in that route because like the tower entrance is is kind of busy we don't know what all they're getting set up and stuff down there but we could go in through the catacombs it's a little bit longer but it gives us the opportunity to kind of not land straight in the action as soon as we get in. What do y'all think? I like that. How do you say we land straight in the action? Like, especially if we interrupt them while they're doing something. That's my that's my leaning. All right. Yeah. Log, go ahead. I'm kind of leaning with uh, Rex on this one. I think it's about time we start being actionable and quick yeah. and, right. and not uh, think too much about things and just start making progress because wow. the enemy is clearly making progress and we need to we need to start delaying this. It's a tie. Log roll a d a d two on a one. You guys go to the crypt on a two. You try to crash their party. Wait to be to clarify to yeah to clarify um, when you talk about crash the party. These people are heading towards. They're not heading towards the tower, right? They're heading towards the the keep. Is that or is no, that towards not the tower? Okay, great. Thanks. Gotcha. So still rolling it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, let's, actually, let's... I'm going to change my vote. Oh, I'll say let's go, go, let's go to oh, the okay. tower. Okay. okay. So, uh, sorry, Sabert. Uh, I'm, I'm no, you're just... good. I'm I'm kind of on board with the crazy tower plan. I'm curious though. We still have some swords of these guys. What's that, Saber? We still have that cultist robes, right? Yes. Can I wear that and lead in? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. 
All right. But do we do we pull the Chewbacca on them? <laughs> that's what I was thinking. That, <laughs> that's what but I was kind of thinking. I mean, if, if they're we actually like, in, if we could start catching up with them, that could make sense. Yeah, well, uh, we could have uh, Log could be the Chewbacca, and you could be you could be leading him along, and then I'll just roll stealth behind to to be behind. And uh, I don't know what Derek does. He's the maybe Derek. He, maybe Derek's public relations. That's that's what Dirk's good at. <laughs> okay, so uh, you arrive at the tower. You see no obvious signs of activity when you make it to the outside, the now familiar exterior of the tower. Hmm. As we approach, are those? Um, do they still have the uh, wagon things? The whatever we had mentioned a wagon approaching the tower. Do we still see a wagon around it? You don't see a wagon near the tower. They must have found some other... They got some other way down. Because the only way that we could get in was by scaling the wall and then going back down. They could have done that with a wagon. There, wa there was a, uh, a doorway that was perhaps magical that was... Uh, right, that they yeah. Could be using. And we tried to figure out we, how to activate that magic. Yeah, we, we couldn't figure it out. They could have pulled the wagon inside because we know that there's, uh, you know, nothing in there. Do we see any traps space. near that? Make a uh, intelligence check, uh, Sabert. Intelligence. I have no mod on that. <clears throat> Did I roll? No, just Sabert. Okay, sorry. That's okay. Trying. Hold on. There we go. <clears throat> Sabert, you there. look around for tracks, oh, and yeah. uh, in fact you find some. Not only do you find some, but you find that they're intentionally hidden. Expertly so. Um, now, you are all uh, elite trained people. Like, um, you trained uh, with the uh, the Adventurer Society under Heon. And um, this is uh, the, just the kind of tactics that typical medieval forces that you would encounter out here among the Vale would not and, and monstrous entities would not do. But you find the track and you find that it's simply cached and there's a small shed space that uh, feeds and houses uh, uh, the, the mules that drag the cart uh, and they've been decoupled and it's been expertly hidden nearby. Ooh. So all signs would point to we are dealing with a rogue element of the adventurers of Parenthal. Seems it's certainly it's certainly on our thoughts. Maybe we're the rogue element. Maybe the <laughs> org is up to some really weird stuff all of a sudden. Oh, that's 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 starting to talk treason, but we don't know how far this leads, you're right, in that regard. We're all thinking we're all thinking of <clears throat> Percival. I know we're all thinking of Hmm. <clears throat> We can't we can't reach any conclusions just yet. So you treason, mentioned that the I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> well certainly there's someone's doing treason. We're just not sure we're just not sure who. Or or if or if we are. Yeah, it might, <laughs> it might us. be us. <laughs> I don't I don't feel treasonous. Alright. So you look a little treasonous, Rex. I'm just shifty. I feel really shifty. concerned and really pressured now because Log just sent word that the adventure's not going well. So, mm. shit. Okay. <laughs> well, we were, well, we were really vague about it, at least. 
Um, can I... Can I send, uh, Blossom up to the window and see what's inside? Uh, yeah, you, you have her fly up to the top of the, uh, the window to look inside. She lifts her tail up and bends her body forward and looks down, peers both ways, and then nearly tumbles off and starts to fly as, uh, as you feel. Now, this is about an hour later, okay, from when you were at the windmill, okay? Uh, and you feel as the ground shakes. Whoa. And then, like, uh, Blossom, like, falls off, flies, flies back to you, and she says, whoa, what was that? And then she says, uh, the, um, it looks just like how it was last time we were here. All right. We, they, they did say something about uh, the earth shaking below. Um, we did learn that uh, from someone. I can't remember who. I don't remember either. I say right. we got to get in. We got to go. We got to get into that tower. Okay. I, I did have one question, though, real fast, which is you said that they decoupled the mules and, like, are the mules, like, hidden somewhere that we could access, or do they just, like, take the mules in with them but leave the cart here? No, the mules are there, yeah, and well-tended, um, you know, and hidden. And But, yeah, you have access to the mules and the uh, cart. My, my inclination... All right, we don't have time. We get, we better get in there. But all, all I've been thinking is just, like, what if we just, what if we just let the mules go? Just... just 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 get them out there, and now they can't use the card anymore. They got to buy me new mules. I had the same thought. I'm not opposed to it. <laughs> okay, fuck it. Let's just do it. All right, free Rex, mules. You, you, <laughs> you free the mules. Yeah, just be free. We just cut them loose. We just cut them loose like, all right, get eaten by somebody. I mean, don't get eaten. <laughs> Have fun. I'm sure this is a better fate. I'm, I'm helping, and you release them into the wild. <laughs> well, that's not about, it's not about helping the no, mules. I'm it's about helping kidding. the people they were going to carry. I'm, you're right, and you do that. You, you smack them on the... <laughs> the, on the butt. If all this, so if everything else goes wrong, at least they'll, at least that'll right. save somebody. Yeah. All right, let's get in there now. All right, you are in there uh, after freeing the mules, and uh, I assume that you do all the same stuff before. We don't have to go over it again. You've got ropes yep. and stuff. I mean, clamber on up there, use the rope, and clamber down the other side. Hmm. Um, and you see the f now familiar fly uh, statue and the, f the winged frog and uh, still tied to it and now smelling quite awful is your frenemy uh, the headless cultist who is also naked so they I haven't uh, removed him, him. No, we, we disposed of him oh yeah, that's right him in the flesh pit yeah my bad uh, yeah. Never mind. sorry that's what he would have wanted right probably would <laughs> You seem, you seem pretty keen on it for us for a while. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, do we let's let let's see if we have any signs of which way they went though. Almost certainly north. Um. Okay. Well, log and Rex make a uh, intelligence or wisdom check with advantage as a ranger and a scout. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. So I got so Jake's eighteen. Seventeen there. I see. I got an eighteen. Right, eighteen total. Mind. All right, so Jake, um, I'm sorry, Log, 
Um, it's very obvious to you the direct the direction of the recent tracks, and they are uh, soldier-like boot marks, and they go uh, this way. Now, uh, yeah, you you do find the tracks heading heading to the north. I'll give you a little bit more because that's not. I'm sure you would presumably like peek around the corner. Not only did they go that way, but they go uh, up to this uh, crow's foot, and then they. Uh, they go this way. Hmm. After a boys. Sorry, whose turn is it? The, no, the turn no, order's gotten a little out of... Yeah, uh, let's see. So the next one, uh, we did Sabert, so well, Log, Log acted, yeah. and then Durek is next. Right. Yeah, definitely, unless anyone has anything to say, I'd say we follow, follow the direction that they went. You okay with that, Sabert and Log? All right. Yeah, about what I figured would happen. <laughs> All right, you uh, you do that. Oh, uh, who's got a torch lit? I could use my I could use my lantern if we want like extra light. So the the, the lantern produces like a wider radius of light. Is that right? Correct. And you can shutter it. So if we hear somebody coming, you can close it down. Okay, okay. I will use my uh, oil. I've only got enough for one hour. You don't need to start a timer in this case as you travel some distance. So we're using the time passes rule. Time passes. Uh, about a quarter of that. So, uh, what is that? Uh, 15 minutes. So you have 45 minutes left on your, you know. Okay, um, let me set that. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Let's see okay. where. As we're traveling, I'm going to. Uh, Go ahead and uh, notch a crossbow bolt uh, in my in my handy crossbow, uh, and have that at the ready. Nice. So, is the marching order still like the the subterfuge plan plan we came up with with like me cultish robes leading with I guess log in pseudo toe and you guys kind of hanging back with crossbows? Uh. Vlog's good at sneaking, right? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm not bad at sneaking. I have spells that are helping sneak, too. So maybe Durek, maybe Durek should be the one pretending to be tra uh, uh, captured. Okay. Sure. So, uh, they will probably notice all your swords, but... Um, hmm. uh, and then I'd like to put Blossom in Sabert's pocket. I thought Blossom was watching the windmill. Uh, No, I brought her with me because uh. we need her. And I figured if they're hiding anyway, that I mean, sure. I can't. I don't have like a. It's not like five E where I can communicate telepathically. So I, I mean, she really yeah. serves no purpose there. So better for she's with me. Um. Eventually, the uh, the cavern narrows, uh, and it's almost like it's almost like at one point there was a. Uh, stone path that continued on and it suddenly just fell off and you just have the jutting edges and crumbling edges uh, and then part of the wall has fallen in and you're just able to step onto this stone path uh, stone it's about um, 15 feet wide 15 feet tall and uh, continues on ahead of you uh, until you um, can see ahead of you someone 
uh, and there is a portcullis here. Sounds like we gotta do the Chewbacca plan. Immediately, they're like, Oh! Who's that? And they start coming towards you, and you hear footsteps. Okay, so, uh, so Log isn't carrying a bunch of equipment, so they so the Log would work best as the, uh, as the kidnapped person, per se. So we would, so we would have, a uh, Saber in the robes, Log, uh, Log pretending to be captured, and then Durek and Rex hanging back, and Rex can kind of hopefully use his stealthiness to, uh, to, to keep a close watch. Okay. We've also got ranged weapons, so we could probably do support right. from back here. Yeah. So just just get the portacolis open. Like just talk your way in through the portacolis and the rest <clears> we could just do use we could solve with violence. Okay. Well to do this, um Rex, and I'll just have Rex do this. Rex, uh you need to make a uh what's your class? You're a uh, Ranger. You a, your class is Ranger, right? Yeah, okay. background is Wizard's Apprentice, if it matters. Okay. I think you will need to make a... Uh, well, let me make it for you. But okay. what's your dexterity about us? Plus three. Plus three. This is going to be a, um, a check to see if you can uh, stay in the background and keep everyone hidden. This includes Jubal, as well as... Oh, uh, yes. All right. I have the result here in front of me. You don't know what it is. Understood. All right, here we go. So, um, meanwhile, everybody else goes up. Um, let me look here. The uh, portcullis, for what it's worth. Uh, iron, uh, wood, very heavy. Um, you can see that there's a winch on the other side, and the sentry that is uh, standing guard here uh, on that side. And... Um, he, uh, he he wields a halberd and a crossbow and uh, an armor. He looks like he's pretty tough in this narrow hallway and could easily access more. Um, and then all of a sudden, as he's getting closer, you feel like... You feel this rumbling and vibrating, almost as if the whole chamber like kind of vibrates. And... Um, and he, he grabs so the wall as this happens. He mutters a curse to himself. Keeps coming towards you. He's like, and he sees that you're in the robes. And he says, Oi! You got more of them? What you got I kinda, there? I kind of gesture to the magnificent creature behind me and kind of wear like a half smile as the, the kind of room judders a bit, kind of like I'm expecting it, and just kind of say... Found this one out and about. He's, uh, pretty interesting, yeah? What in Tempest's name is that thing? Uh, make a uh, charisma check with advantage. You need to make a 12. 12. have zero mod, so here goes everything, boys. Uh, Can I whisper a word of encouragement and give him a luck token on this, too? <laughs> oh, you get advantage, you get advantage. Oh, wait, I get advantage, right. Let's see what happens with advantage. He's uh, still luck tokens. Luck token, luck token. <laughs> you can use one of mine if nobody's got any. Go. Go. <laughs> I'll burn one. <laughs> we need this well, to work. Well, we can't. I don't know how many times we can use one. 
Yeah. <laughs> no, you get. But you can keep all right, doing fair it enough. Just fucking. But fair I mean, enough. no, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll make you a deal. This will be the last roll, but it's the uh, you know since you got advantage on the first one and a luck token rerolls. Right. Uh, I, I think I have it. There's no such thing technically as advantage disadvantage, right? There's just a reroll, right? I think. I don't know. I'm not looking at it. Um, advantage disadvantage TM, you know, right? So we're not. So, uh, so yeah, you could roll advantage the second time. So you can roll one more time. One more. Oh, right. Yeah. I grip the silvery mace that I stole from that cultist and smile as I. Hey! <laughs> I was ready. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> but no. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he looks at you with suspicion for a bit and he's like, oh, that thing's not going to cause trouble, is it? You need help. You need me to call for the boys? I think we can handle him. I've got him tied up pretty good. Uh, just uh, give me a hand with him, would you? Oh, no problem. All right, all right. And he goes to the winch. Starts grinding the winch. The portcullis starts coming up, and uh, you see it get up about two thirds of the way, and uh, and he locks it in place. He's like, "All right, let's get that." What in the name of Tempest? All right, let's go. He holds out his halberd toward it, you know, and starts backing, backing this way. What do you do? Does he have his back turned to us now? Uh, he did while he was bringing the winch up. If you were trying to act then. Uh, no, no, I just went like, locked. But when he comes this way, uh, no, he's gonna like literally keep that halberd pointed at this huge four or five. Right, I'm saying monster. now that they're now that they're walking, you know, on the other side of the. Uh, uh, does he turn around to walk? So now his back is to us. We're looking for, we're looking for an ambush. We're just gonna ambush him. Okay. Yeah. So is that? Yeah. You can try to ambush him. Uh, that'll be just a. Um, uh, we'll just see if somebody's surprised. So I'm gonna do that right now. Happened on a twelve. Not being surprised. I mean, and alas, he is surprised. He has his back to you. Just feather, feather the guy. Yeah, is the goal to knock him and just knock him out? Is that the goal? Uh, I think Saber. I mean, if Saber wants to try to knock him out, I don't think I could knock him out with an arrow. They're a little pointy. Well, log. What, what are you doing, Chewbacca? <laughs> I mean, I think I'm just. Uh, as he's got his halberd pointed at me. I guess I'm just trying to look intimidating and keep his eyes at me. Okay. All right. He turns. Maybe snarl. Yeah. All right, Saber. Yeah. You you want to knock him out? Yeah, I'll use that ceremonial mace that I was kind of flashing and smiling with and just attempt to just give him the old thump. Oh, nice. You do that. He's surprised. You knock him out. Yes. Rex was like, pull, was like drawing back the arrow, <laughs> like, oh, cool, he's got it. Yeah. I'll check if he has any keys or anything. Good idea. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, of course, get to the other side of the portcullis and, uh, and close it behind us. Should we close it behind us? Probably. About how long did it take him to open it? Uh, it take it took a good thirty seconds, and it's very loud. And uh, he does have keys on him. Lock. I would. Is there a way that we could? Is there Can a way we... that we could like? I realize this is going to be a bit of a failed deadly situation, but is there any way that we could damage the mechanism such that it stays open? Yes, you can do that. 
You can jam. The I would like to do that unless someone was unless someone's going to stop me. I think we should close it uh, for the sake of keeping alarm down. I think if we close it, we could even maybe prop his unconscious body up against it <laughs> and make it look like he's still guarding it's, it or whatever. Man, I really want to be able to get out of here if we need to. <laughs> okay, so yeah, let's, but... let's put that up to a vote. Saber, what do you think? If we if we close it and it's loud, then anyone who'd hear it would be expecting for it to close after shortly, you know, opening. So yeah, I think we should. I think we should close it. All right, what, Durek, what do you think? I would vote for closing it so we don't okay. get uh, ambushed from behind. Yeah, the okay, so let's concept do it. Let's one. Yeah. Okay, no problem. So yeah, you um, you make the loud noise, um, uh, Rex. So we do bring a uh, Jubal and and Pete through before we do that is that correct sure yes. yeah i mean okay and, got it uh rex you you do that you you close the gate uh log what, what were you saying yeah i want to i want to prop his dead body or not dead, but unconscious body up against the the bar and make it look like he's still guarding it and doing like in this and <laughs> if i have to i'll sacrifice like a foot of rope to like tie his hand somewhere to it all right you do that uh so you make it look like ideally without close examination that things are normal here and uh Durek, what, what do you think next uh, i'd say we we move north very well weapon weapon ready can uh, we take his halberd before we leave you have it you've got the halberd. okay okay whoops uh so you've got a door here you've got a locked uh door i think it might be a yeah it's another portcullis right here you have uh, a large, ornate door with strange markings on it ahead. It also appears as if it has many heavy locks upon it. Uh, the locks look strange. Uh, and then uh, it looks like it turns off to the right here in a dogleg. Where do you go next? Next person is uh, Rex. Uh, you mentioned that... Uh... The one above the, the one slightly above the twenty-eight was a portcullis. Yeah, there's a. Port Is it one we could see through? Sure. Yeah, you uh, go up. We'll to stealthily it. peek around the, the the side and stare through it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna un, I'm gonna open it just so you can see, but you know you can't go through. It's locked. But uh, on the other side, you see gel cells, and there is a uh, door here to your left. Did the uh, now unconscious man have any keys that we suspect might work a mechanism around here? Is there anywhere that we, we could do that, or is it... Uh... He did have keys on him. Yeah, I collected the keys from him, yeah. This is, this is very much a top priority. Uh, before we go any further, though, let's check that room to the right, because we don't want to get jumped from behind. Okay. Well, uh, okay, yeah, we could do that. We could do that if I've got any more turn left. Well, that's okay. Uh, that can be... Or Sabert. Yeah, or Sabert's turn. I'll skip ahead there. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Dirk, you check this room behind you. You guys go back here, open it, and you see an underground stable with uh, various horses and wagons and things, and there's a... Uh, there are war horses here as well. Okay. Strange place to have a stable. Is that all that it appears to be? 
That appears to be the only thing in here currently. Yeah, it's an underground staple. Is there an exit from here? Uh, nope. I imagine that they would come out the way that we went, and then go up this, and then basically clamber up the stairs and go through the uh, the the magic door that we've been unable to open so far. Perhaps. Did we know what else they do? On our way up. Uh, sorry. What did you say, Chris? Did we notice any horse poop on our way in? <laughs> um, you can make a. That would be a wisdom check that you can make. Got to get a twelve. Wisdom. I have two to that. All right, let's see what happens. Twenty-one. Uh, when you think about it, yes, the floors looked marred in a certain way. Now, <clears throat> at first, it maybe you thought it was just a well-trod uh, stone path, but when you think about it. Yeah, it makes sense that it could have just been um, beasts of burden and uh, hmm. mounts. Hmm. Interesting. Well, should we uh, uh, act as a cavalry the rest of the way out here? Say that again, please. Are we going to act as a cavalry the rest of the way out of here? Just mount up and charge <laughs> through the rest of this dungeon? <laughs> They'll never so, expect it, to be honest. They wouldn't expect that. <laughs> I really love that idea. Charging out. I really also love the idea of checking to see if there's anybody in those cells, and then if so, maybe they could use the horses as a means of escape. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I like that. Uh, yeah, like that. that's that's a good plan. It's not as fun as charging, but uh, it's a good <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Uh... Where are we at in the list? I think we're we skip Sabert and log back to Sabert. So, uh, Sabert, uh, what, what do you think? What's next? Let's look in the cells. Let's look in the room with the cells. See right. what's going on in. So, on my, on my turn, we kind of examined the protocol. So, do, have we figured out whether we can use the keys to get it open? Uh, and log, you wanna you wanna try to open it? Uh, yeah. If it looks feasible to open it, yeah. Keys right. fit, and the portcullis shutters open vertically. Uh, and you can see inside here. I'll I'll tell you. Um, <clears throat> there are uh, seven cells in here. Uh, the cell doors are also iron wrought with uh, bound oak, heavy hinges, uh, and um, the alcove floors are strewn with straw. Uh, each alcove contains a bucket for waste and a bucket for food and slop. And there are people in here, uh, and they uh, they are muttering and terrified. Some of them are shaking. Uh, two of them are women. There are two, I'm sorry, three of them are winning, women. One of them has a catatonic stare on her face. Um, another one is... Uh, looks terrorized and immediately grasps the bars and starts yelling, please, please, you got to get us out of here, please, and starts making a lot of noise. And then the first yeah, one we... uh, is uh, uh, stumbling around in the sail, seemingly uh, with her eyes wide open, but glazed over, seemingly blind, unable to see. And, oh, uh, and then there's a man, and... Uh, He's also like shaking and terrorized, and he's also 
yelling, please get us out of here. And uh, there's two empty cells. One of the empty cells has scratches scrawled along the wall in a script, in a tight script on the edge of the wall. Alright, so next person is Log. What do you think? I'd like to quickly hush the, the people. Okay. And, and, and uh, try to soothe them uh, in some way. I don't know how to do that, but I want to try to soothe them. Yeah, at first they see you and they're terrified even more, but then they see that you're obviously adventurers, and, and when you try to tell them to calm down, they do, you know, and they comply. Uh, except for the one who is stumbling along blind, and it's just like, who's there? Who's there? Uh, Does, uh, Dirk, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, actually, it's Rex, I think. No, 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 after, the log just went, so it's Dirk's turn. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, we have oh, Pete with us, yeah? Uh, yeah. We do. So he can recognize all these people. I'd like to, one, it seems pretty obvious, confirm that these are villagers. And, uh, and then I would also like to miss, make a suggestion to the party. Um, what if we let these guys loose and send Pete back with them out through the uh, way we came and he could uh, take them back to town. If they, uh, how are they going to get out of the uh, the tower? Because we had to climb up a rope to get out. Mm. Point, to figure out they, they, do any of oh, well, some Pete of them must have seen knows, how they Pete opened it up. He knows other uh, other ways. Some of them must have seen how they were brought in. So mm. let me answer two of those things because Pete's here. The first thing is uh, Pete. He daughters around. He's like. Rex, Rex, well, that's Fergie and Mary LaRouche. Oh, oh, Fergie, what happened? And, and he looks, he's like, get him. Oh, get him. Oh, he gives him an ugly, gives him an ugly look. But, and then, uh, and then he sees, uh, and that's Emil. Oh, these are some, these are some of the mission people. That's good. Mm. That's good. I wish it were all of them. And then he says, uh, yeah, that other way I know. It leads down to that dark place. Oh, well, don't go there. How do we get them out of the tower? Oh, or, or wait, they could, uh... Okay, so options. We could figure... We could ask them if they know how to open the secret passageway to get out of the tower, because these people are not in a state to be climbing a wall. Uh, or we could try to bring them all the way back to the guardhouse and just <clears throat> burst out of the secret room in the guardhouse. And just, just, just kind of do it. <laughs> just kind of do that. But I also know the way that leads to the, the sepulchre or whatever it was called. Yeah, the cemetery. Yeah, that's true. But that's also, uh, there's like some, there's, there's monsters on the way there. Yeah. And, and, and as you guys are discussing frogs. it, and Philly Pete mentions his two things, uh, then you feel the ground shake again, and you feel this is that? vibration in the walls. And uh, Rex, what? So, what 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 do you propose? Uh, well, I I well first off, let's just open these let's open these cells. I don't I don't I don't feel inclined to do some shenanigans where we where we leave them here and try to do other things and then come back for them. I think we should let them go immediately. 
Okay. Log, do you want to open the cells? Yeah. Alright. Oh. Maybe just go uh, stash them in the stable room. <laughs> Tell them. You begin to uh, hear footsteps coming from behind. Uh-oh. Okay, I'd like to, in a quickened and uh, uh, quieted pace, like to uh, scout to back to the main hallway and see what's going on. Um, Roll follow if I can. Okay. Uh, wait, whose turn is it? Uh, if Log well, if Log just went, then it would be Durek's next. But I figured that I would be kind of like helping, like assisting with the action. I'm not oh, sure how that fits in the turn. Rex, it's your turn. Uh, but very well, you guys both do that. Uh, you, you're kind of incredibly powerful. You basically get a double advantage because you got a scout and a ranger. So uh, you guys can both make intelligence or wisdom checks with advantage. Ooh. Nearly a ten. <laughs> uh, did anybody? Uh, mine get... is a ten, exactly. Oh, well, what is obvious, and the the vibrations grow stronger, and um, I think what is obvious uh, is that people are coming, and the second thing is that they stop short of uh, of your lantern light, actually, and they they seem to be fussing over this door on uh, on the opposite side of you. They're not coming towards you yet. Meanwhile, back with you all. Sabert, what do, what do you think? Hmm. Uh, from the scouting party, I mean, have they been able to relay that back, or are they still kind of in the hallway? Sure. What's going yeah. on? Yeah. Yeah. They, they They'd be gesticulating them. that there are, that, that, like, hand, so hand signals of, of there is <clears> danger <throat> ahead. There is, there is danger oncoming. Okay. I think best I could do is probably just grab like a defensive position kind of like near a doorway or something and just kind of be ready in case something comes in uh, meanwhile I'm just trying to like hush everybody and, and try to be as quiet as possible. So you're suggesting to like hunker down and prepare to fight uh, If someone were to come in this room that's probably the best we could do versus sneaking X number of people out of a door if there's already people in the hallway, yeah? There's no one in the hallway, so to be clear. So uh, if, if they relayed that, just to be clear, again, these people are over here, mm. away from your lantern light. For some reason, they're concerned about this door. Let's turn to That's a mystery. Well... I just want to clarify the the options on the table. Do we want to stand and fight, or do we want to try to get people and go, or uh, saber? I think we should. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think we should probably start people in the exit out the way we came position, okay. and then us kind of like shore up the the rear to where if they're attacked, well, probably the front and the rear of the line, so that if we're attacked, you know, we're covered either way. What do y'all think? Well, uh, uh, we're good. I would like to uh, have Blossom come to me, and I, I would like to have her extend her wings out 
and, and try to throw her like a paper airplane down the hallway so she makes no sound and land uh, at the corner of the hallway so we can see what's over there and if these people look friendly or not like these people we don't know what party is down there and we don't know what their purpose is all what right their goal is you can but, uh, with that information it could be crucial all right uh so here's the deal with the devil you can do that uh of course uh if uh blossom fills this check that you make uh you'll be found out but uh and but it'll be a dc 10 check okay with advantage because you're a scout okay you want to try it I mean, I, I really That's don't want to speak for the party here, but I think that if we I'll have that I'll commit a luck token to a reroll if necessary. You can you can borrow mine. I have four. All right. Okay. All right. Go All for right. it. Is this is a flat roll, or am I adding something to it? It's a, a advantage. Uh, so okay. uh, wisdom. I'm just making sure that it's just a d20. I'm not adding a stat. Okay. Is it wisdom? Oh, wisdom. Wisdom or intelligence. Yikes. Okay, I am decrementing a luck token. You can reroll. Oh no! Fantastic. Uh, well, Blossom. Awesome, no. Uh, all of a sudden, you hear something. Uh, the whole place shakes a few more times and it vibrates. Um, and then, uh, looking for it here. One of these days I'll start wearing my glasses. Like the whole place Whoa. like shakes. And uh, and you can see now. Can you see like through Blossom or something? How does that work? Or she just come back? She just talks, right? Yeah, she can talk to me, and I can cast my spells through her. All right. On behalf of Blossom, uh, make a dexterity check. Okay. Gotta get a twelve. Uh, Eighteen. Uh, you hear something explosive, like a like an explosion. And then uh, Blossom just like darts back in the room and, and is like, they're all dead. We have to go now. What was it? What you see? We have Dirk to go Dirk. now. Dirk's turn. And uh, yeah, it's Dirk's turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, signal to... Uh, everyone that uh, maybe we should head back the way we came um and let's but let's have uh I, i'm gonna suggest to uh, that pete i'm gonna say pete get these people out of here take them back the way we came i'm gonna run to the end of that hall and take up a defensive position uh in order to make that uh happen all right i'm gonna follow uh, derek i'm, I'm hearing derek. some sounds I'm not going to say I told you so about leaving the portcullis open, but I told you so. <laughs> I need to make your token smaller. And let's see. Oh, Who else is with Dirk? Sabert. Yep. Uh, 
regrettably. Something <laughs> has. I was in the hallway peeking around. Busted through that door and torn down the walls. And uh, it is ripping its way towards you. Oh, jeez. Uh, it's basically like tearing, tearing its way through, ripping, just like, like a, like a, I don't know, you know, like a worm. You know, it's just like tunneling down, uh, burrowing through the the walls, tearing them down and, and burrowing towards you. And uh, meanwhile, uh, Filthy Pete is gathering everybody, and he gets them. He's trying to get them on these horses. It's going to take them at least a turn. And everybody can roll for initiative. Uh, Measly six for me. Sixteen. Seventeen. All right. Sounds Three. like it's Siebert so far. I think we need a log token on here too, and a and a jubile token. Yeah, I don't know why I can't move log. Log, can you move your token? Good. Uh, that's not me, but oh, there I can't move it. Yes. Great. Okay. Let's see. So uh, I think it's Siebert first. What do you do? Um. I guess looking at this thing can can with the light that we have. I mean, can can you describe it a little bit as to what it may yeah. look like or Sorry about what that. we're seeing? Uh, no, you're good. It looks like a. Um, it, it's more harder to describe what it's doing than what it looks like. It's a it's a giant flying reptilian thing, um, but it has um, fire coming out of like pores, like between eyes and in uh, places. There's like you know, fire emanating from it in places. And, oh, um, and it's, it's like, it's like a worm where it's burrowing, like, and it's just like burrowing towards you, like very quickly. It will be at you by the end of the round. Okay. Um, one more quick question before I decide what I'm going to do. From what I know about the faith of the burning one, does anything jar or judder my memory upon looking at this burning head? Yeah, it looks like some kind of artifice of of the planes of fire. Yeah, it looks like, uh, you know, yeah. Okay. So I know it's probably not undead, but some sort of thing. Um, okay. Uh, looking at it and how it's moving, I'm just going to try to cast Blind to see if I can blind it. Go for it. Um, DC 12 to cast, and I have a plus... A plus to priest. Just, just throw the 20. Let's see if you get a one. <laughs> that's, that's, always, like a that's always a good starting point. Let's see if you get the one yeah. or the 20. Oh my see, god, so see, it doesn't yeah. matter, does it? Alright, here so we close. go. Alright, <laughs> that's true too. That That's... I, I don't want to prefer to think of it that way, but but you're not wrong. Alright, so... Alright, what does that spell do? Uh, blinds it. Uh, it is blind. Uh, it has disadvantage on task requiring the lost sense. Nothing seems to happen. F. Okay. Um, in that case, I will 
uh, hold strong in my position next to Durek. Lock. What happens? Alright, I will also cast a spell. Uh, I need an 11 on the d20. 219. I cast frog rain. Uh, <laughs> a, a rain of indigenous frogs pelts a near-sized cube around a point that you can see within range of far. Uh, all creatures within the frog rain take 1d6 damage. Any surviving frogs hop away and disappear. It takes 1d6 to roll for damage. Yeah, you got 4 damage, right? Yeah. Uh, Smells like that, chicken. <laughs> uh, with that, as... Uh, there's a, a small glimmer of glee uh, as his spell works. Uh, I would like to try to uh, <laughs> run down this uh, back into here uh, oh, so Lord I can av these. avoid flames that I imagine will be spilling soon. Uh, so I want to run back towards the jail cell so I can not be in the direct path. You do that, you pelt it with frogs, and frogs, they climb out of holes in the walls and just, like, leap onto its uh, fiery parts and burrow into it, which is disgustingly frog-like, you know, and, um, which uh, is not something it expected, to be fair. And, um, let's see, endure it. But it didn't seem to hurt it much. I'm going to... Uh say uh get the get the people out of here and uh and then, then i'll I'm gonna pull my uh bastard sword out and i'm gonna say uh for valinor and glory and i'm gonna charge this thing all right roll to hit your uh target is uh 18 is your target 21. Hits. hits. What is up with these dice? Your one-handed is always like one point higher. I know. It's five, five points of damage. You uh, you strike it in its wing and it rears up. Uh, you delay it at least for the round. Uh, for now, it seems interested in you. Uh, there we go. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, let's see. Durek uh, Jubal is Thanks. going to... Uh, oh, right. Attempt to cast. Uh, well, he would not know, to be honest, so he's going to attempt to cast sleep. This will at least give you some information. It seems to do nothing despite working. Oof. And uh, Rex. So, um. Given that, uh. Given that Sabert was able to use his, uh. His, his, uh. Religious and magical background to try to, to, try to assess this thing. Uh, Rex would draw on his his faith in the dragon gods as well as his background as a wizard's apprentice to try to comprehend what on earth he is seeing right now. Uh, this is a dragon. It's one of the uh, the evil sorts of your ancient gods for whom your people worshipped. So so Rex is terrified right now, uh, and is going to with his action attempt to uh, to use his his herbalism to give himself. Uh, as, as heretical as it may seem, Phobane uh, to get advantage against dragons. All right. Uh, you can do that. Let me know 
the result. That'll be like a spell. So, and uh, let's see, I think that brings us back to Sabert as well. So it's now going to get a chance to attack Durek. Well, it's inevitable. Use my luck. All right, uh, make a nope, dexterity we'll save. Um, a direct. Actually, no, it'd be all of you. You're in a narrow corridor. Even me, who's down the jail cell? No, not not Log or Jubal, but yeah, everybody else. I will fail that roll. What was the number to beat? What was the DC? 12. I succeed. Uh, you know what? I'm going to use my luck token on this one. <laughs> I, right. I have one left. I'm going to try it again. Just because uh, uh, I, my... I really don't want to take dragon fire. Good. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, yeah, so it looks like everybody passed. Saber, did you yeah, pass? Saber did not pass. All right. Saber, do you have a luck token to burn? This might be a good time to use a luck token. Gonna hang on to it for now. Right. Okay, cool. Saber, uh, you take 14 damage and. Uh... Okay. Rex, meanwhile, just kind of just kind of babbling about how it's a dragon, That's and just right. kind of like switching back switching back into into Draconic himself a little bit as he is as he is kind of stammering. Um, does a. 18 hit Durek. Absolutely. Or, sorry. Uh, let's see, what is that? Eight? Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, uh, let's see, that's 6, D4 fire. 6, D4. Wait, isn't that going to do it? And there we go. My AC is actually 16. I know it says 13 there, but that's not accurate. Durek, this thing uh, slams you up against a nearby wall. Uh, the, uh, the stones splinter and fly. Uh, explosively nearby as Durek is slammed against the wall. Uh, as its oh. talon retracts from you, you can see that uh, it leaves scorch marks in your flesh. And Durek is left smoking and takes six points of damage. And we're back to Rex. Now, before we be continue, uh, Filthy Pete has taken this, this time that you've bought them uh, to gather the horses for everybody and uh, to ride with the blind person. And there's still some horses left in here and they have fled down this corridor out into the darkness. And um, this thing, uh, now that it's free and sees that it has uh, worthy foes, is going to attempt to move past. Um, I forgot to mention that. So that would be, um, it has to pass a dexterity check. It passes. And uh, you actually see inst it started burrowing towards you, and then you all stood your ground uh, and, you know, fought with it, traded some licks, it breathed fire, and then it just, like, burrowed and tore through here, through the earth, uh, and, and burrowed up uh, into the keep and up into the air. And uh, this thing is now flying in the air above Lornadane. You see it flying toward the west. And uh, that's actually where we'll end the adventure for the night. Mythic Mountains RPG is a private RPG play club that focuses on folk RPGs. 
Those of us who play folk RPGs are not beholden to rules masters from either big corporations, voices on the internet, nor anything beyond what we agree together is best for our game and our table. We delight in supporting independent game designers. Shattered Ark RPG is by Arcane Library. The City of Brass is by Frog God Games. Music is by Miguel Johnson, Tabletop Audio, Michael Gelfi Studios, Kevin McLeod from Incompetech, and Bruneville. Details for the music, RPGs, and adventure module are listed in the description. We hope you enjoyed our adventure, and we hope you'll join us next time in the Vale.